0: Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I am your host, Tim Genovese, web developer for Oz Marketing. And I'm I'm just going to put it out there. Sales guy at this point.
1: Nope, nope. nope. You're still a <laughs> <the> sales <laughs> noob. Ah, harsh. Still a sales right. noob, Tim. I don't care right how many copious notes you take. Nah, that's, <laughs> that's harsh. That's harsh.
0: Fine. All right. Sales noob. Uh, Tim Genovese, sales noob. Uh, with me, as always, we have J.D. Diz Bradley. Let's go. Corporate trainer for the Center of Excellence. We have Oliver Young. Uh, sales director for the Young Automotive Group. And with us, we have special guest, Rick Lovell. He's the legend. general manager, legend. the man, the legend, Rick Lovell, general manager of Young Buick GMC here in Layton, Utah. Uh, excited
2: to be here today. Yeah,
0: we're excited to have you. Tell us uh, just for, uh, just quickly, tell us about uh, yourself. Tell us about your, your history with sales and your history with the
2: group. Well, I've been with the Young Automotive Group 22 years now. I started my career back in 99 back at the Avis Car Sales location in Ogden, and I've had a few stops since. Uh, I've been with the Buick store a couple of years now and just excited to watch Yag grow and watch it evolve over the years. It's, it's sure changed, and it's fun to be a part of. Absolutely. So uh,
0: today we are going to be talking about, uh, well, Oliver is going to tell us about the basic question. And this is something that we've talked briefly about in the closing sequence, but I think it's something that's absolutely worth going into a considerable amount more depth because it gets missed quite often. Oliver, why don't you tell us a little bit about the basic question?
3: Yeah, it's really funny. Um, uh, Me and JD, we just held a a two-day training course with a bunch of sales managers. So all these people had tons of experience in in sales. And we have them do what's called the turn. And what was interesting about the last class that we did is they all continued to miss the basic question.
1: They struggled.
3: First, let me define the basic question. The basic question is asking somebody to purchase the product. Um, And so... And it really is that basic. It is the basic question of, are you ready to buy it right now?
1: Could it be as easy as just saying, hey, you want to buy it?
3: Right now. Right? (laughs) And, 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 And it was amazing because we had all these professionals come up, and they would start their sale. They would go into this turn, and they would go through the product and everything, and they would do everything right. But at the end of the day, they still couldn't just ask for the sale they they had this little bit of fear of why of of not just saying are you ready to buy it right now and first jd rick do you guys see this in the sales
2: uh, on your sales floors all the time it's it's one of those uh, steps you just assume happens because that's why we're here is to sell cars and sell products sell service And so you assume that it's happening with every customer, but as you inspect a little bit, you realize that this is one of the simplest things that we miss more often than not.
1: Oh, yeah. It's crazy because a lot of times I think that sales professionals, they know it's coming, and and even a customer knows that it's coming. And I think customers all the time really actually expect someone to say, hey, do you want to buy this right now? But for some reason, it eludes this sales professional. It doesn't get
2: asked.
3: And and what do you guys feel like what that is? What is holding back the sales professional from just asking that question?
2: I think one of the main things is that there's fear. There's fear involved with, if I ask this question, what if they say no? What if they say yes, and I have to move forward and go ride (laughs) a car deal? I think there's some fear that needs to be overcome with most salespeople, and... uh, once they push through that barrier, I think they all do a good job with their, with their closing skills, with uh, moving the process forward. But that one step has this, this uh, cloud over it that makes these guys a little nervous to pull the trigger.
3: And I totally agree. I totally think it's fear. And it, what's really interesting is what does it do to a customer, right? Have you ever been that customer where you're standing there, you're in front of the product, they've talked about it forever, and then they just kind of look at you?
1: <laughs> and their it's eyes so just, uncomfortable. Right? It's As a so customer, you're just <laughs> like... Awkward, All right, what's Awkward next? silence. What's
2: next, We right? call that the Mike, Mike Capron. Just stare at him and go. <laughs> if you're, hey, uh, I'm willing you um, to yeah, buy this. Right?
3: And, well, and, and, and the customer's uncomfortable because they're like, what comes next? What are we supposed to do now, right? And who's the professional in the relationship?
0: <laughs> yeah, the salesperson. The we, salesperson, Yeah, we've right? talked about this time and time again. Yeah, right. the, the, the customer is not a professional customer. You are a professional salesperson. Right. It's your responsibility to walk them through that process, yeah,
3: absolutely. right? Absolutely. And so it's the professionals job to say, Hey, I've got some fear building up right now. It's my turn. Are you ready to buy the product right now? (laughs) Right. Uh. But we just have that little bit of fear that's holding us back.
1: So what causes that? What causes that fear? Do you suppose, you know, I, I think, I think as far as the sales process is concerned, a lot of times as sales professionals, we're the ones that are, we think the process is building up to that moment. Right, and it's it's weird because if we don't if we don't see that moment as just another step in the process, you you tend to put so much into it, and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh man, oh man, it's coming. I'm gonna ask him to buy it. Oh man, here we go. We're almost there. Oh man, I've gotta ask to buy it Right, and you start freaking out because we're putting so much weight into that one step of the process that if you had realized. All the way over here and this whole section of process and all these things that you did should make that easier, but it doesn't always make it easier because we build it up in our heads.
3: Yeah, and I, I completely agree with that. Another reason why we do it too is we feel like we might have missed something, right? When you get there and you're like, did I, did, I, did I miss something or am I not covering? Do you have any other questions, right? And that's how we lead off. Do you have any other questions, right? Uh, no. Okay should we go into my office, right? Instead, we we should just ha- ha- be bold and say, okay, I, I know, just like the Diz was saying, I've built up, I've followed that process all along, and now I just have to take that little additional step and ask the basic question, right? So, J.D., what's your basic question that you like to ask?
1: Oh, my... Hey, a lot of times, it's just, hey, I guess... And I even use the word basic question when I ask guests to buy, is I literally say to them, I guess my basic question is, do you like this product, good or services well enough to buy it right now? I mean, it's just, it's it's that easy. It's, do you like this well enough to buy it right now?
3: Uh, How about you, Rick? What's your basic question? Uh,
2: uh, My basic question is the same as JD's. It's just direct. Do you like it well enough to own it? Um, And if you hit them, that's where the sales process starts. I mean, if they say yes, you're you're moving forward. If they say no, you're moving forward. Now, this is...
3: what do you guys see instead of that basic question?
2: Well,
1: it's such... There's so much hesitation there. You'll see them kind of... Like you said, they start questioning themselves out of a sale. So they start asking too many questions, and the inherent danger of asking too many questions is all of a sudden, one question is going to create an objection. And so literally, I see salespeople dancing around it saying, well, you know, I, you know, you like it, Right. Awesome. Um, yeah, it was really good for you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yep. here's my card
3: and they're waiting for the customer to close, to ask, Hey, can I buy it?
2: Yeah. My favorites, the the closing line of what did you guys think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most powerful. You hear it all the time. What'd you guys think? And that's not a closing question. Right. Um, and
3: well, so, uh, well, and, and, and let, there's a little bit of danger here, too, though. A lot of people will teach assumptive close closing, right? Now, assumptive has a lot of power in it, right? So, um, you know, oftentimes you'll be like, okay, so uh, you like the vehicle? Yeah, okay, well, should, should we put that in one name or two, right? What am I doing right there?
1: That's an assumptive close. I'm, gonna,
3: I'm closing using something minimal, right? How did you, How would you like the title to read? one name or two, right? And if they say two names, then you're assuming that they're moving forward in the process, right? Right. Oftentimes, trainers will train, assumptively close your way all the way to the cell, right? But what's the inherent danger of doing that?
2: Well, I think for a sales guy to assume a close is, is part of the process. You need to get them nodding their head, yes. You need to get them agreeing with you but assumptive closes are, there's always an out. There is no hard, you do this, I do that. And that's the part that you run into. You can assumptively bring somebody in to look at numbers, but there's no commitment from them to purchase.
3: And I think, Rick, you're dead on there. We we try to do these little assumptive closes, but at the end of the day, they always have an out. They're like, I didn't say I would buy it. Yeah, there's no clarity. Well, you said yeah. you wanted it in two names. Yeah, but I didn't say I would buy it. That's how I want it, but f- fetch. I, no, I was just looking at this car, right? And you have to flush that out. Once you're once you're at this point in the process, flush everything out because you don't want to waste your time anymore. You want to be like, okay, are we moving forward or are we not? And if we aren't, I need to understand why so that I can either help you move forward or not. I, I
1: right? think you're I think you're Absolutely. saying that, that that basic question has to be as direct as possible. Is am I am I wrong there? I totally agree with that right if it's not a direct question then it sounds like we we dance around we're waiting for them to say something and then you know i'm waiting for them to say something then i'm going to say something then i'm waiting for them to say something then i'm going to say something and it just all of a sudden we 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 do this little ballet act until someone finally says wait do you do you just want to buy this right now and then all of a sudden it cuts through all the smoke and and now we're there yep i know it's it's strange yeah,
3: I, yeah I, and i and i completely agree with that it's just sometimes we create that smoke, right? And it's because of the nerves, because of the fear, and it's because sometimes the way we train, we tra- we train we we assumptively close along because it's way easier to assumptively close rather than just part the scene and say welcome. There's no hard
2: yes or no questions. That's the that's why it's so easy to assume a close with somebody. There is no put them on a spot, make a decision, and so assumptive uh, closing is powerful. It builds. It builds value. It builds uh, the dealership, the car, all those things that you need to sell a car. Assumptive closing is, is very powerful, but at some point, you need to put them on the spot and make sure you have a hard yes. Otherwise, it's like running a marathon and not breaking the tape. You did all the work. You found the right car. You presented the vehicle. You did a great walk around. You built rapport. You have friends, but you never cross the finish line.
0: Well, and what's what's kind of amazing to me, and and I I understand the fear. Like I get the fear, but what's amazing to me is that not asking the question is the same as getting a no, right? So you're afraid that you're going to get a no, or maybe you're afraid that you're going to get a yes, but if you're afraid that you're going to get a no, not asking the question is a guaranteed no. It's just as as good as a no. It's missing 100% of the shots that you don't take.
3: And and what's interesting, though, is as salespeople, sometimes we think, um, I wouldn't want the question. But what's the reality? What does the customer want? Ask me to buy it. They want to know exactly where they're at, too. They want to be asked whether... The, whether they're ready to buy it or not, right? It's an honest, transparent thing to do to say, "Are you ready to purchase this?" Right? Um, so sometimes we we, we kind of say, "Well, the customer, you know, m- might overreact or might not want it," and so I just want to limp limp it along. Yeah. But really, we just got to say, "Hey, you ready?"
0: Let's but yeah. but how often does that happen? How often does the customer overreact to to an honest? basic question hey are you ready to are you well, ready to buy they this they don't
3: they want it they want to yeah.
1: yeah you're 100% right tim and,
3: and at the at the young automotive group i do a lot of buying of different things right uh, you know negotiation with our big software vendors and different things like that that i i'm telling you out of 10 times that i see a salesperson i probably have one ask me for the sell wow. I, the, it, it it is so rare Even when I was buying media for Oz Marketing, I would sit there and just wait and look at them and see if they would eventually say, okay, are you ready to move forward on this proposal? All they would do is say, well, how'd you like it? Well, it was okay. Okay, well, if you have any questions, here's my card. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, I guess that's where we go. I just, if I have questions, I ask you. Right. But really... It's up to me as a customer to ask to buy it rather than a salesperson saying, Hey, are you ready to move forward?
0: But I, I want to know too that the salesperson's ready to move forward. I, I also want to know that, you know, where, where I'm at in this process as well. And actually, Rick mentioned something earlier that I thought was really interesting, and this is the fear of having potentially missed a step. So basically, if I ask that question, there's no going back at this point uh, to, to recover maybe some of that discovery or some of that presentation. How do you address that fear?
2: Well, you know, one of the things that I think you need to consider is in sales, it's kind of a numbers game. So we talk about most sales are closed after the fifth attempt, and we're so nervous to ask all the time that we're not doing it the first time. And uh, I think some of that fear is you need to embrace the no. You need to embrace the objection um, because you can't move a, a car deal forward or a, a services parts, whatever it may be, whatever you're selling until the customer's ready. And sometimes it takes multiple times of asking that question in order for them to be ready. So as a sales guy, when you start thinking about the fear of of this close, this hard close, think of it as one more step. Instead of a big buildup to the end of, of the sale where we ask for the close, it's just one of the steps. And so Sometimes you're going to have to ask four, five, six, seven times. Get that out on the on the table so you know how to move forward. And and uh, don't fear the close. Embrace it. It's yeah, closer. Sure. It's getting you closer.
3: And Tim, talking on that, you, you know, the you, you're saying the that fear of missing that step, right? Mm-hmm. The great thing is, is when you ask that question, they're going to say, well, I didn't get a look at... X. Right? And that gives you the opportunity. And then it gives you the opportunity there to we do go. that, right? It actually helps you clarify where you missed. But a lot of times we fear that because we're afraid they're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, you're putting so much pressure on me. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, hey, are you ready to buy this? And then you get to figure it all out after the fact, just like Rick was saying, it takes five turns. So,
1: Well, and the crazy thing is, is is taking a step back, if you assume your way into an office, we talk about this assumptive close, right? If you assume your way into an office, you're also assuming your way into a very gray area. Yeah. There's no clarity. So we get in this office under the guise of, I'm assuming they're ready to buy. And if they really weren't, but I did this assumptive close and I got them in this office uh, on whatever product, goods, or services I'm selling, all of the sudden, then this actually becomes more work than it was supposed to be, right. because then inside this office, this controlled environment where we're going we're gonna to come to terms, we're going to work a deal, this big negotiation starts to happen because we didn't ask that clarifying question. Are you actually ready to buy right now? Take this home? Yep. Yeah.
3: Hey, so really, I, the, the big thing about this podcast is remove that gray area, right? Get, get rid of that gray area and just ask the basic question. Right?
0: Be clear. Yeah. Be clear, be, be transparent. Be, be upfront.
3: Be transparent, and just ask the basic question. And and mine is, my basic question is, are you ready to move forward with this, right, right now? And so I, it, that's that's my basic question. So, um, and my action item for this podcast. Perfect. Oh, there we go. Is um, look around and ask your fellow coworkers, what basic. Questions they ask because everybody asks it a little bit differently, and just ask them and figure out what they're using so that you have um, you have a good list of how other people ask it, so that it'll make you better at asking it.
0: Boy, it'll be awful scary if uh, if a, if a good percentage of those come back. What's a basic question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please no. Please no. Listen to this podcast if you don't know what a basic question is. So, uh, all right. Well, as usual, I have been taking copious, copious. notes. Um, from what I understand, copious notes is is now a, a floating term around it's a the thing. group. So there's I've an been, acronym. I've been taking copious notes. Uh, so when when we're thinking about the basic question, basic question is very very simple. It's essentially, are you ready to buy? So we're just asking the customer whether they're ready to move forward with the purchase at this time. Fear often gets in the way. Um, there's a buildup. There's a lot of weight on the basic question uh, and uh, it, that that can often, prevent somebody from asking that basic question. But guess what? Not asking the question is the same as just getting a no flat out. So uh, a lot of people apparently from time to time can kind of just start asking more questions when it's time to ask the basic question, which are not basic questions. And asking too many questions can often raise hidden objections. Um, The assumptive close is uh, another tactic that people use typically to get out of basic objection. Assumptive close is very powerful, but it can't replace the basic question. It always leaves an out, leaves a lot of Gray area, and we don't want that. It also leaves; uh, it, it doesn't require any commitment from the customer whatsoever. So we want to make sure that we're not just assuming our way into the sales office. The customer wants to know where they're at in the process as well. So it's very, very important to be transparent, be clear with the customer. Uh, and honestly, most sales are closed after the fifth attempt. So you need to embrace that. No, uh, it's just one more step in the process, and it gives you a lot more opportunities for discovery uh, and and to find again those hidden objections that you can now work. work work off of Uh, so yeah basic question super super simple super easy to wrap your head around often missed there's no reason to miss it Got to ask that basic question. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well said. All right, guys. Well, this has been fantastic. Uh, I do want to make sure that I, I plug the podcast a little bit here. If you're listening uh, right now and you haven't rated us on iTunes, if you haven't left us a review on iTunes, go on to iTunes, rate us, leave us a review. It's going to help us out an awful lot. Get us in front of your friends who might uh, benefit from this podcast as well. If you do have questions for us, if you have ideas for future topics, email us at podcast at youngcoe.com. Uh, Otherwise, we will see you next time. See you guys. Bye.